welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, the official podcast of MASH, the Marietta Atheist, Skeptics, and Humanists. I'm Don, and along with my co-hosts Jeff and Jerry, we'll bring you a bi-weekly look into the crazy world of religion from the perspective of three older, straight, cisgendered, monogamous, married white guys from the Bible Belt. Just remember, don't believe anything you hear on this podcast, or anywhere else for that matter, until you have taken the time to independently verify it for yourself. In other words, Google that shit. Yeah. I'm Jerry. We're going to start off tonight's show with a, uh, a quick little shout out. We have our annual Festivus party coming up. Uh, that's going to be at Jeff's house, not this weekend, but next, next Saturday. weekend, Saturday the 16th. This is the third year? Fourth year? Or wait, no, I think it's third year. Third year. All right. Okay. Third year, we've, we have an annual Festivus party. Of course, we are the official podcast of MASH, the Marietta Skate well, Atheist. Official. We are official. not the official podcast of anything. <laughs> We're not the official podcast of anything or anyone. But this, this is... podcast is worth exactly what you pay for it. Oh, yeah. So, so all you free thinkers and all you won't be pinned down herding cats, we do not speak for you. <laughs> we barely speak for ourselves. So don't worry. We don't represent you in any way. You can see us in, on the street and at the party mm-hmm. and know that we speak for us because Y'all can speak for yourself. Absolutely. And that's the fine print. <laughs> the information's on the go. Uh, on the Facebook, on Facebook page. page. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's as an event. And one of the things that we're doing this year a little differently, we are going to be taking up a collection. This is a, a touchy subject, but a, a member of our larger family, the atheist uh, activist family, Scott Smith from San Antonio, Texas. If you haven't heard the story, last Monday, Scott... There's really no easy way to say this. Scott killed his wife, who was divorcing him, and turned the gun on himself and committed suicide. Atheist podcaster. He is is an atheist podcaster. He was one of the two hosts of the Freedom From Religion Foundation. Not the Freedom From Religion. The Recovering From Religion Foundation and the Recovering From Religion podcast. In doing this, he left three of his daughters orphaned. Uh, he's got an older son who's 20-something on his own. He's, he's living his own life. But he's got three daughters, and I may be off a year or two, but I'm, I'm throwing out there somewhere between the ages of like 7 and 12. There is a GoFundMe page, and it has been vetted by a number of, of people that I trust. It's GoFundMe.com. It's Help the Smith Girls. GoFundMe.com forward slash help the Smith girls. So if you can't be at the party and you're more than welcome, uh, if you can hear the sound of my voice, you're welcome <laughs> to the Festivus party. But uh, I know some of our uh, extended uh, listeners in uh, in California and in Europe, they're not going to be able to make it to the party. But you never know. You never know. You know by all means, plan now. Yeah, get a ticket and come on down. But 
Go to the GoFundMe page. We encourage you to go to the GoFundMe page and make a donation. They are very close to hitting their goal. They have a goal of $50,000. They're at forty-seven, forty-eight thousand dollars $48,000 already. We could, we could put them over. By the time we have our party and make our donation, I'm going to say that it. they're going to be well over that, but every little bit helps. And uh, you're going to put a, a link in the I will show put, notes. I will put a link in the show notes. Well, yeah. and, and if I can redo the rundown on the fly, one of the reasons why we were even talking about it was about putting your money in atheist causes and using your charitable donations to better use for what you believe in because there's not as many and as somebody part of the kind of extended community this should be something that atheists humanists take your pick on how you um label yourself but contribute to somebody because that really makes a community if you you know if you are hitting your wallet and mm-hmm. helping somebody in need we are a fraction of the faith communities on this pretty much across the board yeah. which kind of got us talking at the last deep dive at yeah. the at the last deep dive you shall remain nameless um, anybody that discussed it but should you put your money in faith-based charities because there's not as many non-faith-based charities. Hmm. So, yeah, they have a corner on the market at this point. And the conversation was pretty lively. What your kind of obligation is, like do you have an obligation to be a better person as an atheist because you kind of represent something? And there were some yeses and there was some hell no's. So when it comes to something like the Salvation Army... The Bell Ringers... Outside your Kroger's? Uh, there are them all. people yeah. that are there. So lately, it has, or th- maybe maybe I just noticed this year, but it seems a lot more pronounced that do not give the bell ringer any money because they are discriminatory. And that bugs me. <laughs> not as somebody who believes that. Not at all. But do they do good work? If they do good work... And I can't put my money somewhere equal. Why shouldn't I give the Salvation Army money? And we kind of went at it on, not went at it, but you've posted multiple times about this. Yeah, or have some have some pushback. on, on Because one of the things, too, people have pointed out is the Salvation Army used to be very bad on LGBT, you know, taking care of those people that would come in off the street, refusing to serve them. Uh, I think they still have some issues on hiring people. I think they still have some, you know, some things they have to work on there. But supposedly they've done a lot of PR to turn that image around. But if you if you dig deeper, you'll find out in certain areas they still do dis- discriminate, especially on on transsexual. So they do good on the L and the B, and not the, so much the, the T, G, but not so much the T. <laughs> And, and, you know, that's a big part of the conversation there. Um, so the Facebook post said, find another charity. Mm-hmm. And what I, charity would that be? I got one. I got one. Right here in Atlanta. It's called Lost and Found Youth. It's a nonprofit. I don't see any ties to any kind of religion. So it seems to be a secular organization. And it's, it's to serve the homeless LGBTQ youth community. I can almost guarantee they're not faith-based. If, if that's their faith. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't doubt there, might, a flyer be, there. there yeah. might be some progressive Christians there could be. That, that, that help out with that. In fact, I'm, I'm sure there are. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I like about this is there is so much discrimination in the evangelical church. 
that's probably where a lot of these homeless kids come from, is getting yes. tossed out of their right. homes. Yep. So this would be one group that rather than giving in the little red bucket in front of the Kroger, I'd rather send some money to these people. Mm -hmm. All right. I have a prop. Uh -oh. props. We're not doing this on video. You have a visual <laughs> prop. Whoa, where'd you steal that? For an audio. What it, it is a Salvation Army bag. Whoa. Doing the, the most, most good. good. Trademarked. That is, well, there's got to be true. Service it's got to yeah. be true. They it's, must have done That's been vetted, I'm assuming. So this is... Uh, <laughs> Are you signing up it's as a bell ringer, Jerry? It's in the trademark office. Yeah. Did you get a so side job? There is a there's a tree at work, like a it's like a like a shell of a tree, like a Christmas tree, and these bags and these notes are hanging on it. Okay. And it's the Salvation Army, the Chick Fil A Foundation. Of oh, course. Oh, of course. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, you, had, right. you had me a Chick Fil A. And Channel Forty Six. So the name of the program is Forgotten Angels. And this, this tree has probably 30 bags. And on it, it's basic, de basic demographics of somebody that you are filling this big plastic bag oh, okay. so you can get them something for Christmas. List. Oh, okay. So I've got a 10-year-old boy. And this is what he wants. Shirt, or this is, what he, this is what he needs. Shirt, pants, and shoes. I guarantee you, a ten-year-old boy did not make that list. Right, but Somebody this is, this is what he yeah. needs. So then yeah. there's another need, which are sh which is listed as shoes. Okay. His gift wish is rollerblades. Oh, and there the tree is filled with bags. Yeah, and not all of them are kids. Some of them are senior citizens. That oh are wow, sixty-nine, mm -hmm. seventy mm -hmm. years old. This one woman's need, one woman's asked were king sheets and pots and pans. These people have nothing. Mm -mm. They have nothing. And if, like, if there's another bag, I don't know, and I don't know why it hit me. It hit me as hard as it did. And this was actually the day after we talked about it mm -hmm. at the, uh, the deep dive. at the deep dive. The Salvation Army isn't doing this. Who is? Because there's no atheist group. There's no humanist group mm -hmm. that is actually getting at that level right. and going to give this kid, like, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to fill this bag up. I'm not going to ever know who he is. Mm -mm. And I don't know what the message the Salvation Army uh, is going to give, if any. But there's nothing on here other than a Christmas tree, which is not very Jesus Salvation Army. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. very common um, there. You know, it's not, they don't beat you over the head with it in any way, shape, or form. So why wouldn't you, or why, sh why and that was my thought, is why mm -hmm. shouldn't I do this regardless that I'm not in 100% agreement with their politics? Discuss. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can't fault you for, for doing that. No. Because you know, these, these are items that are going directly, assuming this is you know, yes. going to a particular individual, not just generic, you know, age 10 person. Right, but this is going to somebody a specific that they have child, in mind. yeah, somebody that needs shoes. Yes, yeah, and it's also it's not like when you give a dollar to the Salvation Army, a dollar doesn't go to somebody. A per, a portion of that dollar goes to administrative costs. Oh, I see. It's not like you're going to put a pair of jeans in this, and the guys and the kids going to get a pair of cutoffs. You know, it's, it, that's not happening. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> goes in that bag goes directly to the child yes. in full. You know, there, there's no administrative costs that get pulled out of this. Yeah. So, so I would prefer this option over dropping something 
in their bucket. Yeah, but then, and that's why the find another charity. Mm-hmm. I was like, I get it, but this is... they don't have that option. You know, they don't they don't have the option. Like, so who's gonna give me my Christmas gifts this year? I got four groups vying for my attention. Yeah. I think I'll go. But who's gonna make me the best offer? I mean, obviously, it's not like that. These these folks don't have anything. If they're the outreach to help somebody and if there's a religious message, well, there's a religious message. You know, in the end, the kid is going to have his rollerblades and shoes. So are we too harsh in a way that they accuse us of being too harsh against them? Well, let me say this, though. I mean, you know, the pushback that's been generated online for the past number of years against Salvation Army for their LGBT stance has moved them. So had we not done that online, and, you know, some people criticize it this year because they supposedly have moved quite a ways, but they still have work to do. Mm -hmm. You know, like the transsexual thing Mm -hmm. in New York City, there was people that were turned out for that, and um, the city of New York is up against them now because, you know, they get, I guess, contributions from the city there. Mm -hmm. And so, so there's still some work to do. So, so I, I think it's still fair to criticize and move people, but man, I can't argue with giving items. But I'm saying at the same time, we need to not be lazy. I'm not saying this is lazy at all, but I'm just saying it's too easy to throw a dollar or two in the red bucket without thinking, well, what other things are out there that, is true. that are underserved? Yeah. And, and the LGBTQ youth is a big one. Especially in the South, especially in the Bible Belt. You know, oh, absolutely. Where, where their evangelical parents throw them out of the house. And they have a thing on their, on their website also. We'll put a link to it on the, uh, the show notes. But where you can go to, they have a link to, it's like an Amazon shopping page. So you can do the same kind of thing, like underwear, bras, health care kind of products and stuff. You just add to your cart. So yeah, so they've, they, they've kind of made that easy to do that as well. But what I like about this idea is, you know, if it's in a place of business, you're walking by it. You're, you know, it's in your face. I mean, it would be it would be pretty cool to have an atheist tree. Yes, and like this seems very similar like a to like giant toys. colander. This seems very similar to like toys for tots. You're giving a specific gift, or you're giving a gift, a general gift that, that is going to be, you know, passed on to a child. There's, and that's know, done by that's the Marine Corps, Marine Corps, Corps United States Marine, Marine Corps. Corps. Right. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, so that's... why aren't the same rules applied to them? Yeah. I don't 100 percent agree with uh, with yeah. some of the Marine Corps ethos. Yeah. <laughs> and they certainly don't with our with some of them won't with ours. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But you know, toys for tots. Cool. Yeah. Well, I like I like what what the Toys for Tots do, where they'll have a large event like a football game or a concert or something like that. And part of the deal is, hey, tickets are seventy five bucks, but they'll take twenty dollars off if you bring a toy for Toys for Tots. You know, donate a toy, save twenty bucks on on your on your ticket. Now, in, in all actuality, you should spend twenty dollars on that toy. And if you want to be a cheapskate and spend a dollar, you know, and save nineteen, you know, that, that's you. You be mm-hmm. you. But I like that idea where it's an actual, you know, product that, that is passed directly along uh, to somebody as opposed to giving a dollar or giving a hundred dollars or whatever to UNICEF or uh, Salvation Army or any, any charity. Um, there was, and I, I don't have it in front of me, but there was a, a post not too long ago that I saw where it broke down. 
how much these charities are bringing in each year, how much the CEO right, is compensated right. uh, on a yearly basis, and how much of every dollar actually goes to charitable causes and not administrative costs. Right. And it was appalling, uh, some of these uh, companies. CEO is making $600,000 a year, and that was middle of the road. I mean, there were some of them well over a million dollars a year. You're running a charity, right. and you're bringing home a million dollars a year, and you don't see a problem? Other than you telling me that I should start one, what's the atheist equivalent, or will we ever get there? How would you even get it rolling? Because there's no... there's that, There's no... Con- connectivity. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's. Uh, I'm sure there is. I can't think. Well, of, of the, the foundation beyond belief. Foundation beyond belief is, is, a, is one is place good, to go yes. to that kind of gives you a a link. I don't know. You know, if they do this kind of thing on their own, I don't know that they do. But they give you a list of organizations that are more secular leaning that do these kind of good works without the uh, you know giving you the sermon kind of attachment to it. So that would be one place to start. But yeah, I mean. We have some work to do as a community to fill in those kind of gaps that the churches have been, or religious groups have been really good at. We talked last time about community, you know, that being a thing that that they do well that we need to find a way to replace. Unfortunately, there's a prejudice where if the common person, the everyday man, Joe Joe Blow, six-pack on the street, when he sees a Christian charity, he thinks a certain thing. Oh, well, they're affiliated with a church. They obviously they have to be doing good work. You know, the charities that are faith based, they put that out front. That that is you know on the marquee where because they do get that automatic you know check in the box that uh, that they're doing good. Where if a secular charity did the same thing. And, and shouted from the rooftop, hey, we don't believe in God. We believe in, you know, whatever, given, believe in good. Good, given underwear and socks to kids, you know, that need it. There's still that taint that the atheist word still has a negative connotation in some people's eyes. It's getting better, but it's not quite there yet. Yeah, I think the first step is like this group we were talking about, this local uh, mm-hmm. lost and found group is doing, is, is there is no attachment whatsoever to religion or anything. It's just a completely secular yeah. group. I mean, that would be, to me, a starting point, mm-hmm. is to do more groups like that that don't feel the need to have to associate with any kind of church community or religious group or whatever. We don't market ourselves as a community, as a movement. You know, we don't all agree. Well, that's, we don't call yeah. it, we, we, you know, we have all kinds of different names. For it, all That's different levels of part of, of the problem. where you're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we were kind of talking about that at the, at the deep dive. Humanism is kind of the positive name that you could put that stuff on. Because in the manifesto, it talks about the positive attributes about taking care of one another, you know, that we're it, that we have to be the ones. Progressive Christians say the same thing. We're the hands and feet of, of Jesus. So it's like, we don't need Jesus. We're just the hands and feet. Yeah, but if you're not, if you're not out. No, but you're I... Not, but I'm advocating what your cause what you is. are yeah but it still has that that stain and and that needs to be changed and and that is is helped by people like ourselves coming out and being openly secular the more people that do that and other people see it's so hard to talk about this without equating it to the, the, the LGBT struggle it's, it's a it's a great 
it's a great, great analogy. analogy. Yeah, absolutely. Big time. It's easy to hate somebody. Or it, well, let me back up. It's easy to hate a group of people until you know somebody that's a member of that group. Exactly. Because exactly. you have these preconceived notions of what these members of this group are. And once you know an individual that's a member of that group, it just shatters, you know. Right. Re- but, they all, but they also stopped being secretive about it. Exactly. I mean, they stopped hiding. You know, obviously a horrendous AIDS crisis was part of that. They stopped kind of being afraid. What about atheist parades? They... Well, that's, yeah, because that was yeah, one yeah, of the You know what? That, would, that talk- would be a thousand people walking in a thousand different directions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we, we need a little bit different mechanism than a... No. Not following you. Right. Yeah. But something similar. I mean, yeah, because a parade, I think that's when they had the pride festivals. That mm-hmm. was kind of the the start. Um, we're out. We're not going away. You know. Right. Yeah, we're here. We're clear. We're getting used to it. Right. You know? yeah. And, yeah. and you don't you don't have an atheist equivalent for that. Right. You don't. You don't have. You don't have people, and for you know, it's just like the, probably like the gay community. You can't tell somebody to come out. Yeah, you know. Right. But some people are like, no, it's your duty, to be out and proud. If you be, can, if you can, if yeah, you absolutely. Can. Everybody's right. situation is different, but if you can be out and and loud and proud, it makes it easier for the next person to come out. Fun part of it too is just like. In, in the LGBT movement, they had people that were firebrand, you know, and people that just, you know, kind of informed their neighbors, hey, you know, kind of on the down low, I'm gay or whatever. And, and so you need both kind of atten- or both kind of methods, I think. But our challenge, though, what's what's different in that, uh, you know, that, that contrast is LGBT, when you're coming out, you're not suggesting that the other person... Join you. Join you. Yeah. You're just, you know, you're, you're not trying to influence or change their mind or, or deconvert them from mm-hmm. heterosexualism. But in, in the atheist movement coming out, you know, I don't think we necessarily want to convert the person. In some cases you might want to. But that's kind of the, the elephant in the room kind of thing is you're, what you're suggesting is you're wrong. No matter how you say it. You know, I'm, I'm good without God. Yeah, because so saying, oh. you're diametrically opposed, you know, an atheist right. and a it's, Christian or atheist and a Muslim or whatever, because you believe one thing and I believe the exact opposite. Right. As opposed to, you know, you love somebody, I love somebody. Kind of, kind of you know, just, right. just right. happens to be different. You have a lot of people that were ra- would never raise religious that aren't involved in, in the, you know, finger quotes, atheist movement. And you have a lot of people that, that leave religion and just never look back and mm-hmm. never think about it. And just, no, I, just, I, I don't believe that. I don't go to church. And that's it. But they're not active as, you know, as, as a you know, humanist or, or atheist or whatever. Well, part of, it, part of it was, you know, when, when I fell into atheism a few years back, I wasn't even aware that there was a community. You know that I, you know, so I felt kind of alone. I didn't. I only knew maybe one or two other people that I knew identified as an atheist, but I didn't know there were groups. Yeah, you know that you could join conventions, conventions <laughs> go to. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and and so I think that's there's probably a lot of people that are sitting in the pews now that you know that's their community. So it's mm-hmm. like well, I'll just kind of stay quiet and stay here. 
That's the great thing about the internet. I, I mean, if, if you were 30 years older and, and, and all this happened in the 80s, <laughs> you'd still be sitting at home by yeah. yourself, you know, yeah. thinking you're the only one in your area. But I, I, I want to go back to something you guys were talking about. I don't agree at all that if you are out as an atheist that, that you want to convert somebody. No, I'm not saying you want to. I'm just saying the other person sees it as, well, you're well, but, saying I'm but wrong. But I think that's also part of, and do not be shy about that, stick that yeah, can ahead. right under there, popping pop pop, pop number two. We, we never even mentioned what we're drinking. Did not. We're gonna have, we'll have to do that at the end. No, I'm drinking the bourbon barrel aged drafted kilt from there Monday night. Yeah, he wins. Night. I am yeah, taking an anti-inflammatory so I can't drink. <laughs> so right. I have got mango habanero kombucha, which is gluten-free, non-dairy, and vegan. Fermented in kombucha culture. Oh. I don't want to talk about why I'm taking at an anti-inflammatory that's on our other podcast. And you're not going to aches con- and pains. You're not going to convert me to that. Kombucha. But by, but by the way, some of these kombuchas taste like piss or vinegar. This that's, does not. Oh. This okay. is actually really good and would be great with vodka. Sorry, Don. I don't even know who you are. Hey, maybe they, <laughs> if we mention their name, will they be our sponsor? Yeah. Maybe hey, a little shout out. Feel free to send me a case. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm having, uh, I've got a little bit of a stomach flu, so we're all, all a little under the weather. I'm having an ale. It's, it, it's a ginger ale, um, but I'm drinking it with a, with a red a chaser. wine. Yeah, a chaser. I'm yeah, chasing, I'm chasing a red wine. <laughs> I, um, what is this? This is Red Rock. It is a California blend. Red Rock. I'm trying to remember what the heck's in it. I know there's a Merlot in there. There's a Zinfandel, and I believe there's a Petit Shiraz. So it's, it's a Sounds good. winemaker's blend. Yeah, pretty good. So I don't want to convert anybody, but... I don't want them to think I'm going to convert them. I am. Ju- well, they a lot of Christians, and, and I'm going to paint with. You know, let me take my big wide brush out here and start painting. But that is the call of the Christian: is to convert the world to Christianity. It's not again evangelicals. Evangelicals, right. yes. But I, I can't think of a single religion, or at least a, a Christian denomination, that isn't. Part of their mantra is to go out and preach the word to the masses and convert the you know the non-believers. Well, the, yeah, the progressive mainlines are not. That's yeah. why they're dying. Okay. So, so <laughs> yeah. are they do? Are, we're not. We're not proposing to take a page out of their playbook. No. Right? Oh no. But no. I, but, but the what the one you the just ju- said yeah. made me like you know what I don't want to convert anybody. I just want people to know that being an atheist okay. or not believing in God. Is fine. It's an option. You don't, you know, is it's okay, mm-hmm. and you can be the same person you are. Just no, I, I don't believe, and you don't have to be one of these people that's telling the religious folks they're stupid no. or anything like that. It's just it's cool to be who you are. But you it, it takes a progressive-minded person to accept somebody. Who is an atheist, or to oh, accept absolutely. somebody absolutely. who's a homosexual, right. or transgender? Now, one or of the things it takes is, is I go back to progressive uh, Christians all the time, but th- most of them have given up on the idea of a hell. Okay, so that takes a big thing off the platter. If they don't think you're going to hell, you know there is no impetus to convert you to their their religion. They're, you know, as long as you're doing good, yeah. following the way of Jesus in their eyes, you're fine. You don't think that more people who don't believe should be more vocal about it because I do. 
Wait, say that again? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think more, do you think a greater percentage of atheists, whatever you want to call us, should be out? Yes. As many as possible. For whatever reason, coming out at your job would lead to you getting fired. Or if if coming out as an atheist would lead to getting kicked out of your house. Or your parents no longer paying your tuition. Or, you know, whatever the case may be. Then by all means... Stay in the closet and, and do yeah do Play what you need to do in your situation. But if you're in a situation where you can come out as, as an atheist, by all means, I think you have some sort of a responsibility to do so. Because if, just if like I said, everybody that does makes it easier for the next person to do so. If it were only that clean cut or yeah. clear cut though, yeah. you know, maybe I just want it to move faster. You know, maybe, uh, maybe I just yeah. want it to, I want it to move faster because you kind of see the progress, but this, uh, who's the humanist? Is it a humanist in Congress? Yes, yes. We had, um, after our last podcast, we talked about the elections, and we, we talked about how there were no atheists, humanists, secular progressives, or anything like that, that openly in Congress. And the very next day, Jared Huffman, a, a liberal Democrat from California, shocker, came out as a humanist. He is, I don't know what district he, his is, but he, his district runs from basically San Francisco to Oregon on the coast. Mm. And he was... Um, it's not very, it's not super liberal north of San Francisco. No, yeah, but it's, yeah. um, he's also got that whole golden triangle too. If, he, if he's got that part of California, he's got those Humboldt County, the, those three counties in Northern California. He's where, got the, he's got where, where the weed grows. Yeah, where all the weeds, yeah, where all the weeds grow. <laughs> And side note, he did one of the Better Noah districts on Colbert. Oh, back when Colbert, oh. the Colbert Show. We need to and post he, a link to that. Oh, he yeah, interviewed yeah. him and they got into talking about that because he was interviewing and asking him, you, I don't want to ruin it, but it, it's, it's a good five minute long bit. It's pretty good. But he, he talks about how you're listed as not affiliated. Would you like to change your affiliation to Roman Catholic? Yeah. He's like, absolutely not. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was a really good interview. I didn't and, remember that. Yeah. So it, it feels like it's it's confess your unpopular opinion day because I'm like, you know, raining on the whole parade. But I'm bummed. <laughs> That's what you do, I'm man. Bummed about that. I'm the, that. This does not feel like progress. Just what I, I mean, or what? Not only no, not the number. First of all, it happened after the election, right? Yes. So I, I don't he know if he didn't run as one. I don't know if he was reelected on Tuesday and came out on Wednesday, or because yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know yeah. either. And, and if and that's because they that served might, what six years? Might, no, two, con, two. Congress Sen- senators are six years. Oh, okay, so yeah, so he would have had to have been reelected on Tuesday. So he will be running for reelection probably in a year and a half. So yes. that will be that that'll be really interesting. But the fact that it came out, he came out after he didn't he didn't campaign on it. But he already he was he was out as non-religious. Yeah, he was religious. So religiously non affiliated. So what was his so official designation? Why and they're not an atheist then. Stigma. Well, right. That's the, exactly why I'm bummed out about it. Yeah. Is because he is just labeling himself something that he he may, he may actually have like humanist beliefs, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think probably all three of us three of us do. We know 
tell people that we are humanists because if somebody asked me what a humanist is, I would just, I don't know. Read the credo. <laughs> Same thing. I mean, if, if, you, if you read the, the credo, I guess for the lack of a better term, of Lucian Greaves, his group, uh, yeah, the Satanic yeah. Temple. Satanic if you read, if you read their, the tenets of the Satanic Temple, you would agree with them down the line. Right. But I don't. I don't refer to myself as a as a Satanist. Right. You know, because it again stigma. You know, but that that's part of what the Satanists are trying to do. They don't believe in Satan any more than they believe in God. They're just kind of needling. You know, the Christian poking right. at it's, you, poking at satire. you, poking at you. It's exactly. Satire, right. right. If if you took the Satanist part off the top of it and just handed it to a to a Christian and said, do you do, read these nine tenets and see if you now believe this? Now that sounds like a yeah. daily show skit. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and do you, would you feel, like if, if this is the official credo of a group, would you feel comfortable calling yourself a member of this group? They yeah. would go, absolutely, yeah. They could probably say, you know, don't identify who they are, just say, this is in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Do you buy into this stuff? You know, Absolutely. Some of that oh, stuff yeah. might actually be. Absolutely. Yeah, might yeah. So this guy, who's, this guy who's a humanist. Huffman. Mr. Yeah. Jared Huffman. Jared Huffman, who I'm sure I would be down with politically. And I'm, I, I like the fact that he is kind of sort of coming out. Yeah, he's the first of, I think, there's nine out of 535 that are religiously non-affiliated. But he's the first one to actually put a a stamp. So on. it'll be uh, it'll be a true celebratory day when an atheist gets elected to a national office. But an he's, atheist, yeah. but and, he's, and just for and you know that he just says, "Don't believe in God." Mm -hmm. Not I'm not affiliated. Don't no mean. shit. Yeah, you're not affiliated. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in whatever. The, whatever the beliefs are, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in hell. Mm -hmm. You want to believe? I mean, that's kind of my how I would describe myself. Is if you want to believe, go ahead, but um, not in the not in the government. And I don't, I don't, right, I don't right. want to. I mean, what? I think he's breaking the 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 ice or whatever for the rest. I mean, that's I think that's a really good first mm -hmm. step. Quit telling me to be patient, Jeff. <laughs> We talked about this a little, a little bit on, on a previous podcast, but to some extent, it's generational. You know, the, the generation behind us that's coming up are, are more secular than the generation that, we, that, that preceded us. But they are less, they have less skin in the game. Yeah. Well, they, don't, they don't identify themselves. This, first of all, since they weren't raised in it, they're not rebelling against anything as much. They didn't have to leave something. They didn't have to. They didn't have to like reverse mm -hmm. kind of in religious indoctrination is is a terrible way to put it. Yeah, but, they didn't have to deconvert. Yes, right. From anything. Are, yeah, right. So they they. I don't think they see it. Speaking for you, millennials. Yeah. I don't think they see it as as big an issue, but eventually. It's gonna hit them in the face. Mm -hmm. They're gonna, they're, they're going to run up against uh, the faith community yeah. out in the world, oh, yeah. and yeah, somebody yeah. will, you know, basically. And again, back to the to the to the gay community. You guys, you know, we did fight for you. You take it for granted now, and then when something happens, you're surprised. Yeah, like you need to be a little more involved and protecting and kind of advocating for yourself right, right. because if you do take it for granted 
You've got to keep that ball moving. You do. Or else it's going to move back. You yeah. do. Well, and that's that's my fear, too, with millennials, is unless they are provided the tools on why it makes sense to not believe in a God. And I think that's that's a big gaping hole right now. I mean, they're... they're um, what's the secular alliance communities that they're doing at colleges and things like that? Sec, uh, student, uh, secular student alliance? Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a step in that direction. It, it's like you need to provide those kind of tools about... So you, in school, you probably didn't learn the whole story about evolution. I know I didn't. Yeah. And once I deconverted, I had to kind of figure that shit out. Because I, I learned everything through the lens of, of um, Christianity. So, you know, they need tools for that. They need They need tools for... You know what happens. At, you know when I die, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Just out of curiosity, what what? And not to go off on a tangent, but what did you learn evolution-wise as you were a Christian, progressive Christian? Was it God-guided right, evolution? Right. Yeah, it was okay. evolution. Okay. But God was kind of steering it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so which is much better than the evangelical fundamentalist version? Mm-hmm. You know, where you know Adam and Eve were just plopped down six thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. And you know animals in their current form and all that. The the platypus was that just like got on a hangover or something? Yeah, I think he was drunk that. Okay, right. So just had some extra parts laying around, just threw them together. I don't think <laughs> that that age is as big an issue as when you get older and let's say you get married to somebody who is who is faithish or in the faith. Your kids will be faithish. Exactly. So when you're talking with your spouse, I would like to raise our kid in the Catholic Church. But that's not a conversation you have when you're dating when you're 19. No, no, no exactly. absolutely but not. Then, exactly. So if you're not out with it, like if it doesn't mean as much to you as it does to them, you're going to get rolled right, right, and right, your kid's right. going to get rolled. Exactly. And not that it has to be a battle, but... When somebody comes to the table with, look, my whole family was Catholic. Mm-hmm. I was raised Catholic. It's important to me. If you, all you can do is just kind of, you know, shrug emoji because you don't, you, you can't, there's nothing you can fight. You can't say, you know what? This is what I believe though. Right, and I right, want right, this, right. I want our kid to know that as well. I think that's why you have so many non-denominational churches now because you've got... The intermixing uh, a lot more now than you used to have, where Catholics are marrying Jews and a Protestant, you know, a, a Baptist is marrying a Methodist, and then all of a sudden they're in love and their hormones are going crazy. Now they have a couple of kids, and where are we taking the kids? So you need a hybrid church. church. Yeah, exactly. That kind of halfway, you know, a squishy church. Exactly. Yeah. Well, where, but where are we taking them to church? What do you mean we're taking them to church? Exactly. You know, because you you have to represent you have to represent something. It's almost to some extent the kids got a better chance coming out of religion if it's two religious parents that are opposed. Their religions are opposed to one another, where they try and raise them in both faiths. You know, where Christian and Jewish or whatever. Where eventually the kid's going to realize that mom believes one thing, dad believes another. And they basically cancel each other out. They both can't be right. Or they pick. Oh, they either either they, they pick, pick or they come to the realization right. that they can both be wrong. Right. And you so know, if they good. become a nun. Yes. Where when, when they go to the squishy church, the kid they just have a squishy no, kid. Just, just call them, just call it Unitarian. 
I'm not even talking about the Unitarian. Yeah, I'm not even talking about the Unitarian Church because that—that's where the atheists take their kids. Right for structure and, and some right. sort some of, of this, uh, morality Catholic or whatever, or evangelical isn't going to think that's a viable no. That's not option. a viable option. Well, depending you're not, on the you're church, an, but a nun, no. a nun is probably not going to marry you, an evangelical. When, when, when the Methodist marries probably the Baptist not. and they have to decide what church they go to, they're going to go to the you know oh we're we're we're, we're just Bible believing church you know we we just pray you know we just, we just preach the Bible. So Catholic you know. light's going to go Episcopalian, and then if it's a nun. And somebody Catholic or Episcopalian, they're going to wind up at the Unitarian Church. Possibly, but but I mean, going back to what you're talking about is is, is like the millennial kids when they get married. So if one of them is religious-ish, the other is not. Unless the person that is spiritual but not religious has tools to know why they don't believe in religion or believe in God, if they don't have those tools. They're gonna bend over to well, okay, you know, yeah. because they don't have any moorings. They don't. They don't have any belief system. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of, and you know, I was kind of like that when I was in my twenties. I, I would probably, not at the time, call myself agnostic, but looking back, I probably was. I was squishy, but I was easily brought back into the church after mm-hmm. I got married. So that's, that's because I didn't have any tools. Have, has there been a? That's why they have an so agnostic hmm? national of. Uh, uh, national political Conference. figure, agnostic. Oh well, probably not. And maybe oh, I'm I can, just hung up on atheists. I, can, but. I mean, I can guarantee you, we've had atheist presidents, just not openly atheist presidents. That doesn't count then. Yeah. And mm. and, and I got for because me, they wouldn't be president if they were openly atheist. Well, so who who are you, you know. suggesting would have been an atheist president? I'm curious. Reagan. You never Reagan. heard Reagan talk about religion. Until he got into the White House, because he yeah that was back when yeah. the religious right mm-hmm. was empowering and and that's the same thing with Trump. I don't think yeah. he's religious whatsoever. I mean, well, we know and, he's and, not. And, and that's just the he's the, just the, using I'm, religion. I'm just thinking of the recent presidents. Now you go all the way back to the beginning. Oh yeah, and yeah. almost Jefferson every one of them and, was yeah. was some sort of maybe deist, deist at right. best. I know we've had a number of Unitarian presidents in the past. Yep. Um, but the so, way past though, right? Way past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way past. Yeah. No, not since... I'd Even Lincoln, probably, I think, was like agnostic-ish. Yeah. But he was kind of forced to use that language. I always say this. I want to be the member of a group where politicians kiss my ass. I want somebody to want, right. want oh, my yeah. vote or my group's vote. And right. I certainly and do I'm, not I'm, have that down here. Not, not yet, no. <laughs> yeah, and no. see, there was an article out recently, too, about you know how... The Democratic Party should be seeking to draw in more of the religious. No, they shouldn't. No. We should be the ones that they should be going. Yeah, but, yeah. but if we're not, if we don't represent, and it all gets back to that. Yeah, they if don't. We don't represent, and we don't talk about yeah. it, and we don't make people think there are more of us. Right, right. Than well, there are, but there's, there's no not respect. as many vocal. But you know? no, no, if you look at the numbers, you know, when they do the surveys, those that identify as atheists is only like three or four percent because of the stigma of the A word. I'm assuming that, yeah. But when you open it up to, do you believe in God? Right. It's a much higher. Yeah, well, yeah. and that's uh, where they need to really fine tune those. But questions. that so is the, the definition of the word atheist. Right. You know exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What's the? You don't believe in God, then mm-hmm. just yeah. It's I like saying say no. it's, it's like saying I don't eat meat, but I'm not a vegetarian. Exactly. You know, it's it's, it's you know. Exactly. 
No, I like dudes, but I'm not gay. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the definition of the word that you're trying to you know, distance yourself from. I know, but, but there, there's a big category out there that, that believes in energy is God. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, the woo-woo kind of, exa- the Deepak yeah. Chopra kind of stuff. And, and that's... We that's, have a word for energy. It's called energy. It, it works fine. Yeah, you know, but, but quantum. Quantum yeah. mechanics, man. Oh. There could be like a God in the particles. If you have people that will make a change in their life, vegetarian, for, for example. You got somebody that was raised eating steak. And later in life, you know, they decide they're going to be vegan or vegetarian for whatever reason. There are some people who make that decision and start marching and holding signs and right. and become PETA members and throw blood on people who wear fur. Posting and then in the yeah. Facebook group it, all it, the time <laughs> about veganism. Yeah, yeah, that kind of talking stuff. about you. <laughs> but then you also have other people that do the same thing. They walk away from from meat. And they just eat a lot of vegetables, and and they don't you know don't make us you know they don't need a name for themselves exactly right. yeah. yeah they 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 just live their life you know as, as best they can, but they're they're not active in the you know vegan community. But I'm glad there's people. Uh, we got back to this the same thing. It's it's good to have some militant people in mm-hmm. that because it kind of faces you with with well maybe I should eat less meat. You know it is bad mm-hmm. for the environment. You know mm-hmm. so and if I eat meat. Then it should be, you know, local raised and, you know, grass fed and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's good to have Humane, those people out yeah. there that, that do that, to kind of raise it to the front. So come out and say you're a freaking atheist. Say you just don't believe in God. And I'm okay. I well, do. I, I do. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy to say and not easy. You know, there are real world implications and it's not something to be lip about but there is still also it feels like there's a shame be loud and proud about it there's nothing wrong with it Mm -hmm. because it's their problem Mm -hmm. and not yours and that's the frustrating part at least because it's like yes if you do you probably will feel Better, you're not hiding anything. Oh, absolutely. It's a weight, yeah, you, it's like a weight lifting. Yeah, because yeah, I, I can remember distinctly, you know, the day that I fell into it, it is like you just woke up and it's like, that's what I am. You're just walking down the street and feeling atheism, just dripping and fell. <laughs> <laughs> kind of? Yeah. I don't like that, though. I mean, yeah, it's like, I, I can't go back. You know, I, yeah. this is not a choice. People think it's a choice, but it's not. And so, you know, if somebody asks me, it's like, I'm not going to lie about it anymore. So, yeah, that, that the fact that you know you could you would be you know stretching the truth, being evasive, but you know, and, and I was just thinking it's to some extent, even when you make you know that conscious decision or or you finally admit to yourself I don't believe this and you, and and you walk away from that religion you're still to some extent indoctrinated. I, I didn't have an overnight conversion. It, it, it was a long process. Right, but even right. when I admitted to myself that I didn't believe the Bible to be true, you know, Word of God, there were still some indoctrinated things oh, that were still in my head. I, st- I was absolutely. still, to some extent, pro-life. And I had some other beliefs. You actually, you actually, that speaking of labels, yeah. the fact you are, you can absolutely be pro-life but be for abortion rights 
and for responsible contraception. Oh yeah, and all you know that all of that like that's a that's a label. That's mm-hmm. a political label. Yeah, no one's very no one's for it. No, access, nobody's pro-abortion. No, no, you right. have access yeah. to it, right. and yeah. if, you know, and you, know, you put your money where your mouth is. Education and making contraceptive. Needs for contra- yeah. Speaking of stigma, yeah, you know that you're going to have abstinence-only education fewer, does not work, have, which yeah. is a religious, religiously based, based abstinence education. But anyway, I is, didn't mean to, yeah. to to digress. But no, there, there was a number. I, I remember there was a number of views that I held. That still came from that religious indoctrination oh, that I had growing up, and it took me years oh, to break those shackles. Uh, even though I did not any longer believe, you know, the basis of where those beliefs came from. Well, yeah, and one of the things for me I had a hard time adjusting to is like when there was the tornado sirens going off, is you would feel this this need to pray for safety, you know, pray to a god oh, for yeah. safety. And so there was like, but there is no, it is what it is. If there's a tornado, it's going to hit my house. But you had to kind of, those things were natural tendencies. And I think that's, that's part of being a human is having that need to reach out to something. But when you talk about the indoctrination, there are still traditions from my, my Catholic upbringing that I still do like giving something up for Lent because Mm -hmm. the religious aspect of that Mm -hmm. is is just not even not even a consideration. But to do it kind of takes discipline. Like if you if oh, you yeah. do it, yeah. deprive yourself of something to make uh, a stronger constitution, for I, lack of a you know it, term. It, I, I the latter part for sure. Mm-hmm. The former, I I describe it as kind of forcibly changing your habits. Because when you give up something that you like or give up something that you're used to... Or um, something you enjoy or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. You, it, for, it forces you to change your habits because it takes you out of the muscle memory mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. something you do. Like when, you give up, like when I gave up alcohol, mm-hmm. I would realize I would come home from work and open the fridge and I would get a beer and... For 40 for, days. For first three you're, times. Exactly. You're not going to do but that. I finally, yeah. But I realized, it's like, I wasn't even thinking. Yeah. You know, it was just something I did. So you give that stuff up and you realize, like, give up desserts. Like, how often do I go in and, you know, grab a, grab cookies or right Or whatever, or yeah. Right. All that stuff. Like, so the idea of Lent works for me. But... My mom it was just, big on Lent. She was a big Linter. Yeah, I, wasn't she was when always, I, I wasn't when I was a kid, but as an adult, oh, I... Oh, she was big I'm on it when I was a kid. Lent. She was always trying to get me, you know, you're giving up this for, for Lent right. this year or and whatever. it was a punishment. It was. It, it like was. I was like, what the hell did I do? Right. You know? I don't want to give up macaroni yeah. and cheese. You yeah. give it up. Yeah, yeah. But let me ask you, did you do the Catholic version where you had Sunday off? No. What? Uh, no. Yeah, there's 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 a you know, like the Catholic tradition, or at least some parts of it. Yeah, Mr. Prodigy, explain it to the two Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, ex-Catholics. Right. Maybe all, I was misinformed as a Protestant. All, then. I thought you guys had an out on Sunday because boy, it was, uh, I've never heard of. I've no, never heard of that. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's 40 days. It's it's Ash Wednesday to Easter. Damn. No, whatever. Yeah, because I bought into that. That well, yeah. I guess I'm just gonna do the Catholic version where yeah. I get Sundays off, no. where I can have my and, chocolate. And, and even, even like I don't even think that was like a liberal Catholic. Thing. No, I remember. I remember it's funny. Like, I got a Google funny that story. Shit. I remember I my too. mom yelling at me like 
Well, she yelled at me every morning, get me up to go to go to school. I'm I, that guy now. Oh yeah, I remember. I'm totally that my, guy. Now my dad, he did, he did not play games. He would just walk into the room, grab the comforter and the sheets, and walk out of the room with them. Oh, and just leave you laying right. in bed freezing. So you so know, your, the, your ass so, is getting up. By yeah. the way, that <laughs> is a thing from parenting gone by. Oh yeah, should be today. Absolutely. Oh yeah, should be as well. But I, I remember my up. mom yelling at me as I was in bed, um, along with the yelling to get up, you're going to be late, you're going to miss the bus, whatever, was, you're giving up candy for Lent this well, she year. she told you. What she she told me what I was giving oh. up. And in my half stupor of being half asleep and, and, and kind of trying, wanting to zone her out, I remember asking her later, I was like, what did you say about finding some candy in the Lent in the dryer? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Foggy. Yeah, it Foggy didn't there. quite connect with what she was saying there. <laughs> Once it lost that religious overtone mm-hmm. and became what, and because of it, it was a punishment. Yeah, and it right, felt like right, a punishment. Right. Once that got lost, it made tons more sense. It was something that I wanted to do, and it wasn't like. Oh, church now yeah it's easter yeah. day of the year i got my suit it's like no Mm-mm. you know but on the you know when it's over i'm having the best beer oh yeah or mm-hmm. the best so piece of cake after that i think it's i think it's going to be social media this you year. got that you got that whole fat tuesday too the mardi gras oh exactly. yeah i'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. cajun uh from louisiana and we were, that was very rice. big the whole you know, the Mardi Gras leading up Pick to out, man. Fat Tuesday, up, man. Get, get all those sins out, get it, you know, get it out of your system because yeah, 40 days, you ain't getting none of this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a, that was a very big part of the, part of the culture. I, I remember the last year, I remember the, the last time she asked me, she goes, what are you giving up for Lent this year? I said, I'm giving up, giving up shit for Lent this year. So I'm, doing, <laughs> I'm not doing that shit no more. You know, and, and, and she kind of chuckled again. And, and at that point, I think that was when, you know, she realized, yeah, it's, you know. I'll tell you, I mean, that, that Lent experience, one of the things that helped push me towards atheism, there was a, a program, a structured program called Atheism for Lent, where you studied the, uh, the popular atheist writers hmm. and so it was like 40 days of studying that stuff wow so pretty yeah. damn good that, idea that's yeah. that's a that's good a sneaky way good idea. to get some people to deacon that could backfire it did backfire yeah. on me didn't it yeah, yeah. oh this you, wasn't an atheist this was a, this was a religious organization yeah, yeah. 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 yeah this, this was your church. christianity wow. yeah Part of the yeah, I thought it was like thing. I was well, like it's giving, it's I was giving like the, atheist credit for still, thinking about the Ryan Bell. You know, he's still this, doing it. You're without it's, God. And, this is yeah. This is uh, Peter Rollins. If you look at Peter Rollins, Atheism for Lent. That program is I think is online now. Never he heard of that. These, no. these uh, authors to read and yeah. Well, so, so they're like, yeah, they're giving you like so they're giving you Dawkins and Hitchens But I mean, that's the ultimate. About God for Lent, you know. Ooh, that would be that would wow. be kind of a trip, actually. It was. No, it would no the other way. Yeah. For us. Yeah. Right. What? You'd go back to your old religion for Lent. Oh, oh yeah. Geez. Reverse. Talk about yeah. testing your muscle memory. Give up atheism and your, for Lent. Oh. Right. No, not just give up atheism, but for me, it would be be Catholic again. Ooh. You know, I still find myself eating fish on Fridays. Really? Yeah. I totally like understand. That. That. Yeah. Totally I mean, even that. even here in Georgia, which is you know. There's there's probably forty Baptist churches between every Catholic church. We still had fish on Fridays in school. Oh, 
I'll be darned. Yeah. And still to this day, I find myself eating, now it's a fish fillet from, you know, McDonald's or something, or, you know, drive through it at uh, Long John Silver's. Well, I'm you sure know. the fish industry appreciates the, that. This podcast brought to you by Long John Silver's. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I still, a case I still, I still find myself doing that, doing that on Fridays. Yeah. That is the only, that's like one of the only kids meals from, you know, when I was 10 that I would eat today just as vigorously because every Friday we had Kraft macaroni and cheese mm-hmm. and a can of tuna fish in it. I've never been and a big fan of tuna fish. Mixed in the macaroni in the mac- and cheese? You, you, you make the mac no. and cheese. You make the mac no. and cheese. That's sacrilegious. No. That's, you yeah. know, you, oh, that's you, y'all who, <laughs> Is that a Michigan thing? You have faith in me. Podcast listeners, <laughs> you do you do the you do it from the box. The craft macaroni. Oh yeah, I like craft You do it from cheese. the box, yeah. and you get a can of good tuna. You Starkist. This podcast brought to you by Starkist. Good chunk white. Yes. Um, although the other, you know, the Dolphin water safe. stuff is a little getting liberal on me. <laughs> hot uh, mac and cheese, and then a can of tuna. Cold tuna. Cold tuna. Cold tuna and hot mac and cheese. Yes. No, thank you. It makes yes. it about barf warm. No, it is not like the gross <laughs> yeah. tuna helper that you bake. It's the baking. Oh, that's of, what I was yeah. Yes, it's yeah. the baking yeah, yeah. of that tuna that makes it gross. That it, look, mm. it, it's yeah. And by the way, a nice sourdough roll or something. It's really good cold the next day. Oh, no. I know. Oh, no. I'm telling you. All right, all right. So you know that was that what we had every Friday, and it, and it definitely was not like. You know, oh, Good Friday. Now it's like, yeah. hey, it's macaroni and cheese. Tuna fish day. I've never been a big fan of tuna to begin with, and I don't know why. I mean, it's like growing it. up Cajun. If it, I mean, if it comes out of the water and it crawls at you sideways with pinchers, you know, eat it. You know, it's kind of the, right. You know, so how can you criticize that? I know. You I know? just, I've I mean, just never been a big fan of tuna. Okay. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Because they didn't crawl out. It did. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Get it away from me. I'm, I'm standing by it though. Great religious tradition. <laughs> That's. Uh, I may do it to. I may do it tomorrow. You're, you're getting hungry for you it. Should bring, you, should bring, you should bring a big bowl of that to the Festivus party. I should. It could be a new tradition. You'll be going That's home true. with a big bowl of... I don't know. I, 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 it. I, would try. I like tuna. I like the Kraft mac and cheese. Hot. Gotta be hot. Gotta be hot, though. All right. Well, that was quite a rabbit hole. Wow. <laughs> it's a recipe podcast now. It is. It is. It's. Uh, I apologize to... All nine of you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to explain to our Kazakhstani listeners exactly what tuna fish is. Ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, before we, uh, we sign off here, uh, we'll do a little quick uh, bounce around the Bible Belt. The bi-weekly, well, we say bi-weekly, but we've, it's really been tri-weekly. We've really been trying. We've tried. We've really tried uh, to, to do this every two weeks, but something always seems to come. It's the holiday season. There you is. know, Good And it has a lot to do with it. Oh, um, oh, but uh, once after the new year, we're going to get back on a, on a, a, a more regular schedule. More regular, semi-regular schedule. Regular, semi-regular schedule. But, uh, yeah, as the bi-weekly bounce around the Bible Belt this week, uh, or this bi-week, we're going to, it, it, like I said, it is the holiday season. So you know what that means. Atheist billboards. Yay. It's time for atheist billboards. We have here in Atlanta, there's there's a number of billboards that have gone up by a number of different groups. Here in Atlanta, the Freedom From Religion Foundation has two billboards. They're electronic billboards. Um, so 
you have to be in the right place at the right time in order to see them. I know one of them is, if you're familiar with Atlanta, it's Cheshire Bridge in 85 area, north of Midtown, south of Buckhead uh, kind of, kind of so area. inside the perimeter? Inside the perimeter. Okay. Yep. It's the Freedom From Religion Foundation. They have the same message on two different billboards, two completely different fonts, but the same message, and it says, Reasons, Greetings. FFRF, Freedom From Religion Foundation, under, underneath it. Along with that, there is, I know in Dallas, Texas, and in, I want to say Albuquerque, New Mexico. That's kind of woo-woo town. Do you know any woo-woos? I do know some woo-woos. Do you really? Yeah. yeah. I don't think I Crystal, know any. Crystal people? Come on. Yeah, I don't think I know okay. any. Okay. Hmm. I meant to set up an interview. <laughs> but um, they, they have, it is the American Humanist. Association has put up billboards in in those towns and in Oklahoma leading up to next year the uh, American Atheist National Convention is in Oklahoma City. Ooh, yeah, that but that might be worth going to. That yeah, yeah I'm I'm seriously thinking that definitely of, some buckle. Of the I'm, I'm, I'm torn. As much as I'd love to go to the American Atheist National Convention in Oklahoma. I know where you're going. The American <laughs> Human Association is in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, and they're and, making stuff you know, legal there. I know. As much as as much as you know, hmm. with so your, your commitment to the cause, yeah, ends at a, at a party town versus going behind enemy lines. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're a real atheist, you're going to go to Oak City mm-hmm. because that's going to be where the Friction's gonna be. No, you do yeah. both. You do you both. Do both. Yeah. Right. Because you're gonna need okay. the Vegas after the. You, that is. Yes. That's your. That's your present. Is that? Does that follow? But, you know, I I can go to a convention. I can hear a you know a nationally renowned atheist speaker talk, and I can also you know put a little money on six and eight, and you know see if I can't hit my point or not. I don't think I, I would. I, I don't think I would be doing much conventioning in Vegas though. If the craft table's hot, I'm going to miss a lot of speakers. Well, there's the hey, craft yeah. table, there's the pool, there's there's music there, there's, there's, shows. there's all kinds of yeah. stuff to do. I'm not sure I want to sit in and... As, but is as, there a better city for an atheist convention than Sin City? No. <laughs> yes. It, 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 That's pretty smart on there. Yeah. Really. Uh, the, ones, the ones this year in Oklahoma, they had a little bit of pushback. They were not able to go with their normal message of skip church. Why would that be? Because the owner of the billboard companies are Christian, they just refuse the business. I think that's some bullshit. I yeah. think it should go to the Supreme Court. Oh, it did. <laughs> it's yeah. What they did do is it's basically just a holiday theme billboard, but also draws attention to the fact that the convention is going to be in Oklahoma City. It, it something along the effect of just like Santa Claus, the atheists are coming to town. I wonder oh, if, be, I yeah. wonder if there's going like to be that. protests. Yeah. Now the ones in the ones that uh, the American Humanist Association, and I don't want to, I hope I'm not wrong on this, but I, I believe it is the American Humanist. Their billboards in Dallas and Albuquerque basically call the Bible fake news. There hmm. is the words fake news in on the billboards. Oh, that's but, pretty confrontational. Yeah. yeah, but the ones here in Atlanta, we, we are pretty straightforward. It just says reasons, greetings. And uh, with the FFRF uh, information underneath of that. So, by all means, uh, donate to the American Humanist Association. Donate to the Freedom From Religion Foundation. Absolutely. And donate to the American Atheist. If nothing else, just to help pay for the billboards. 
and, and we will maybe the Salvation Army. And maybe uh, not. If it's stuff, you know, if it's articles. I'm gonna help yeah. boy ten. Yes, help help the ten year old boy comma ten. All right. And I uh, might throw something in the bag for you there, Jerry. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And we will hopefully see you in, in two weeks. But next Saturday. Next Saturday is not the festival. Saturday, but yes. next Saturday. Remember, uh Festivus party, Jeff's house, the information is on the MASH Facebook, Facebook page. page. Yep. We have an event set up. All like-minded individuals are welcome to join us. Absolutely. For mac and cheese and tuna fish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you in a couple weeks. See you later. Bye. my gun. He made me mad. The devil's bad. The devil is a bum. But the devil is my friend. The devil is my friend. Wherever I go, the devil will go. The devil is my friend. And Godzilla is my friend. Godzilla is my friend. Wherever I go, Godzilla go. Godzilla is my friend. And Shrenenko was my friend. And Brzezhnev was my friend. And Andrew Bob, he just popped off. Now Gorbachev is my friend. And Frank Sinatra is my friend. Frank Sinatra is my friend. Wherever I go, Sinatra goes. Frankie is my friend. And love and rockets are my friends. Love and rockets are my friends. Was someone at the party, and the devil is my friend.